0: Welcome back to Ebbs and Flows. Today's episode is a part two where I spoke with Courtney, who I believe was in episode two. It was titled A Conversation on Pushing Yourself Out of Your Comfort Zone Part One. And today we did part two where we talked about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone again um, and just did an update on her life in the UK. So please enjoy part two. All right. So we're back with Courtney. Part two. In England, well she's in England, I'm not. Courtney, how are you doing?
1: Hi, I'm doing just great. It's good to be back. Yeah.
0: Oh man. Okay, so (laughs) where do you even start? We're just talking about this. We have no idea, but we'll make it work. Um, so let's start with how just a broad question. How has this school year gone thus far? If you could put it down like narrow
1: it down to one word. Ooh, maybe not one word. Can I do okay, like a few? Words. Three, three words. Okay, three words. Um, I would say learning curve. That's two. No, um, no, no, no. Can we count that <laughs> as one? Can we hyphenate it? <laughs> we can hyphenate it. That's fine. Okay, hyphenate learning curve. Um, mistakes. But then also I would say like... Something like, um, like it's been like, like really like gro- growth, how's that growth? So learning curve hyphenated
0: mistakes and growth. Yes. Okay. That sounds like every teacher's year. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Especially this year, right? Especially this year with the silly COVID-19 pandemic.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. So why don't we talk about each of those words? Yeah. Actually.
1: Explain them. Sure. Learning
0: curve. What does that mean? Yeah. What do you mean by that?
1: Um, So I think like moving to any new school, like no matter if it's in a different country or just like, you know, across the street, I think learning how the school functions is like takes time. And I think we forget. um, Like I remember when I first started at my old school, like I remember there was so much to remember. And I kind of made a list of like all the things that people don't tell you when you start at this school that you probably should know. Um, And so it's like the same thing, like no matter where you go. So I think um, it was very tricky for me at the beginning, getting to know like all of their systems. So like they use like this program for documenting behavior, this program for grades, this program for seating charts, this program for online work. And it's like so many different things to like keep track of that. And then like, yeah. And just like knowing how their behavior system works, knowing how universal or not universal it is and making sure that I'm consistent with the words I say, cause the kids know what The words means like learning that, learning where to, you know, to to send a student when, you know, they're having issues or when they're a behavior issue, knowing, you know, how often I need to check my mailbox, like, you know, where do I go to speak with HR? Like just so many things. So I think no matter, you know, what whether you're starting a new school in a different country or just whether you're starting a new school in general, I think it's a huge learning curve. All those little other things, like the teaching part, we all know how to do that, essentially. You know, it's just all those other bits. So I think that has been a really steep learning curve, just like getting used to how they they run school um, and making sure that I'm consistent with all the rest of the teachers, because I think that's a big difference um, between this school in the UK that I'm at and my school in the US is like there's a lot more consistency um, with like behavior management, with how we run a, a class, with the expectations of what the students should be doing in each lesson. I think it's very streamlined um here and that's like something to get used to because I think I at least was under the impression or I felt like I had a bit more freedom in the states just at my school in particular with what my classroom would look like but I think there's like different expectations or like there's just like more consistent expectations at this new school so
0: do you like that that it's more consistent across the board or
1: um it's iffy um I think it's a great theory I think it's a really good theory because that no matter what like you know students don't have to walk into a new classroom and be like okay what are the rules again you know it's like every single classroom has the exact same rules right and the exact same expectations for behavior so I think in theory it's really great because it's consistent for the students you know and then they you know they know what learning looks like no matter which classroom you're in um and this is not to say that like I, we have no freedom at all like we definitely have the freedom to like you know do different types of activities and whatever but the general expectations of like students will face the front no student will have their head down students will be writing in their book in you know black or blue pen they will underline the title in their book like things like that um Yeah, I think it's good because consistency, you know, helps take away all of the like questions that kids might have. We're like, wait, am I supposed to do this in this class or this class? Um, But I think it's tricky for me just in the beginning. I've got so many other things on my mind. Like I'm thinking about the math and how I'm going to explain it. I'm not really thinking about, oh, I need to remind students to write the title in their book. You know, that'll be like a next year. I'll probably remember to do that. But this year, there's just too many other things on my mind. So. But but then you know all of our students are coming back from not being at school for you know three four months because of you know the pandemic and so they're not in in the like groove of everything either so I think that's what's tricky is I think it'd be easier if I came in and they had been doing it students would just normally do it and I wouldn't have to remind them you know write the title make sure your dates in the top whatever corner but I think it's just hard because we're all coming back after you know. Being out for so long so I think yeah this is a lot to remember very weird and 2021 is probably going to be the same (laughs) okay so learning curve Mm -hmm. what was was next
0: one was mistakes
1: yes so and I think
0: start from the beginning what was your biggest mistake like your first week let's expose (laughs) yourself
1: sure well also first disclaimer (laughs) I will say that Everyone tells me I'm very hard on myself. So these Mm -hmm. may not be like actually giant mistakes, but in my mind, of course they are because, you know, I want to make sure I'm doing a good job. Um, In the first week, my big mistake was that I accidentally. Okay. Also before I get into this, isn't it funny how we can always remember the mistakes we made, but we usually don't remember all the good things that we do. Oh, That's just like such a general human thing. I just feel like all I've got is this list of mistakes and none of the like, good job, Courtney. You know, I don't really have those remem- in my head, but um, I accidentally sent an email to all of my parents in my form group, which is fine. I was supposed to send an email to introduce myself, but I accidentally CC'd all of them instead of bcc'd all of them so then all the parents had everybody's email and that's like a big breach of data that's not supposed to happen so I did that (laughs) and that was unfortunate and that was I was just you know hitting myself on the head like I can't believe I did that did you get in
0: any trouble
1: for it um just kind of like a slap on the wrist a bit just like hey you know like that was bad you shouldn't have done that but it's over now so you know I just like emailed an apology to the parents and that's all really you can do but So I made that mistake. Another big mistake I think I've made is just being consistent with the behavior um, like protocol um, for like what we're supposed to be doing and and kind of which things lead to, you know, which ones are a first behavior warning. And then when do you get the second behavior warning? Um, Trying to be consistent with all students. Students get the same behavior, you know expectations in every lesson so technically we should all be kind of treating everything the same but I think sometimes I let some things go and I'm really hard on other things that other teachers are like the opposite and so that's tricky or maybe jumping too soon into like a behavior two warning when it should have been just behavior one so just like trying to keep track of that Um, you know some students thinking that I'm not treating you know I'm treating when i more fit, yeah unfairly which interesting interesting enough so I and this just might be me and this might be like you know like people who are listening who are also teachers just might be like oh my god like I can't believe she does that as a teacher that's not okay but like when I was in the states I tried my best to like listen to what my students had to say so like if they were feeling like I was actually being unfair I listened I tried to listen to what they had to say first and like reflect mm-hmm. and be like, okay, maybe, like, maybe that's true. Regardless. I mean, if they were doing something that deserved a behavior point or deserved a consequence, like they should still get it. Even if, you know, so-and-so is also doing the same thing, but you know, I tried to listen to them. And so I came in with that mantra here of like trying to make sure that I'm listening to what my students have to say. Um, but then, you know, that then what what happens is you have a student in the middle of class saying, like, commenting on, I guess, like, my behavior management. Like, well, why isn't he getting a, you know, a behavior point? Because, you know, he did the same thing that I did, and that's not fair, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they, they're, he's just frustrated because he got in trouble mm-hmm. and he didn't want to be in trouble. And he doesn't understand the other student's situation. And, you know, I think I was, I was just fine and I was right in that situation, but he was still hurting. But um, when I was telling my coworker about it later, he said, like, that student shouldn't even feel that comfortable saying that to to me like that was like a total breach of respect like students should never feel like they can comment on uh, really? like or, yeah or at least to their face so that's so right exactly and that's what I mean so that's very interesting because that's different very
0: different yeah
1: yeah and I don't know if that's just like the way that we were kind of taught how to teach or maybe that's just like the way that we were encouraged at our at our old school or like whatever but like that's yeah so that was very interesting and so I felt like oh my god like I can't believe I've messed up because they don't respect me because they were saying X, Y, Z to me, you know, all, all that to be said, the next lesson I had with that student was great. And we had like a good conversation. We had a laugh, like, you know, the, whatever was healed and it was fine. You know, it was just, he was having a rough day and he was frustrated. Um, but that's interesting. And so then of course I spent the whole night being like, Oh my gosh, like somehow, like I've gotten them to not respect me as much as they should, you know? (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: I know so, just the gears turning. Yeah,
1: the gear yeah, the gears guys. turning. So yeah, and it's just tricky and it just it takes practice and it takes time. But um, you know, being consistent with the rules and then the other big mistake that I've um made recently, which is another like people are gonna listen and be like, I can't believe she did this. <laughs> but um, you know, a student was kind of getting over the top, she needed a break. Um, and so I asked her to step into the hallway and she refused. Um, and I wasn't oh, no. sure quite what to do. And so I just kind of left her um, and just kind of ignored it and asked her multiple times kind of in the middle of teaching. some I'm in the middle of, you know, doing stuff with the rest of the class. Um, she just like blatantly refused and like would not leave. What I should have done in the future, just so everyone's aware, <laughs> is, you know, they, they need to leave if you've asked them to leave. Like that is that's full stop. That's what they should do. So Um, I should have emailed SLT or asked for support um, and they would have come and collected her and asked her to leave. Um, But I didn't do that um, because I was busy teaching and I was really shocked and unsure what to do. Um, But then when I spoke with her form tutor later, her form tutor was like, well, yeah, like definitely you should have gotten SLT, especially because that she probably felt unsafe in that situation. And I was like, that's a very interesting way to put it. But what she meant by unsafe is that this student, this is what my coworker, how my coworker views it, whether this is actually true or not, I don't know. But um, she said, you know, the student is, you know, most students want rules and they want to they want to know that someone else is in control and not them, right? Because they, if they're in control, they don't really know what to do, whatever. And so sometimes it's really nice for kids to have someone else in charge so they don't feel like they have to be in charge of their own life yet because they're too young and they just feel stressed about it and whatever. So in that moment when she said no and I didn't like go further and in a way she felt unsafe because she's like oh shoot well now I'm in control well now what do I do like you know what I mean which I thought was a really interesting take on on that but then of course in my mind and in my gut I'm like oh my gosh I made a student feel unsafe like what am I you know but but I mean that was really good learning experience for me and I was like yeah shoot like I and and I like that my coworker was like well yeah like you kind of messed up but you know that that's how it goes next time don't do it but I kind of like that she was real with me and she was like yep that was a mistake but you know (laughs) like full stop that was just a mistake you shouldn't have done it but you know but did you know that
0: you would have had to have called
1: um yes I did know I was supposed to yeah I did know that we had SLT but like in the moment I was just like too busy with teaching and I was just kind of shocked that a student would just refuse like that Um, and so I just didn't know what to do, but yeah. So, I mean, it was fine. A learning experience now, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that again. So it actually happened again with that student, um, you know, a few lessons later and, and I did call SLT and so that was dealt with. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. But, but I think mistakes are the only way we grow I really do and so you know I'm usually okay with making them and when you're at a new school you're bound to make a hundred of them and so yeah yeah. and and at you know I could use the oh I'm American or oh I'm new sorry (laughs) you know you can use that up until a point but I really don't like like you know making excuses like it's kind of like yes like up to a certain point yes I'm new and yes I'm American and yes I don't quite know how their school system works but also I've been there long enough, you know, I've been told everything, like, it's, you know, it's time to get going, so you make a mistake, you make a mistake, you move on, and whatever, so.
0: Yeah, it's not like it's any, excuse me, anything extremely detrimental that, you know, you're causing all these problems.
1: No, I'm not, yes, I'm not, (laughs) right, it's just problems for me, I'm, you know, I, I want everyone to feel safe and to have a good time, and also to learn lots of things, so. So before we get into the
0: the next uh word, the growth word, yes, um, I've been curious. How have you dealt with um the accents?
1: Oh, I love the accent. <laughs> what do you mean, before? deal with you know, the accents?
0: Because, <laughs> this is why. Because last year, your students would often tell me that they're like mrs atkinson miss wright spoke in a british accent yeah it's like your husband and i'm like oh my god she can't do that if she moves to england so okay well
1: yeah i have some stories about that actually um first i have i finally understand and i've decided that it is incredibly embarrassing for me to try to do a british accent i totally get that it's so bad now when i'm watching like Well, no, I'm not good at it all the time. But when I'm watching movies now and you can tell that, like, someone's not actually British and they're trying to do a British accent, like, you can tell. And it's kind of, like, bad. I think just being around, like, real accents, you're like, oh, shoot. And then I ask my roommates, you know, is that what I sound like when I try to do it? And they're like, yeah. (laughs) So, but I have pulled it out a couple times with um, my students just to kind of see, like, what they would do. And they all think, well, actually, no. My year nines and my year eights think it's great. Just so you know, they think my accent is awesome. But then my year sevens are like, never do that again. So <laughs> it just depends. But it's just funny. They just th- they think it's funny. But no, I don't do it often because, you no, know, yeah, I don't want them to feel like I'm mocking them. I just I yeah. just absolutely love the accent. I wish I sounded like that. But and so they'll mock me also. That's been quite fun. They're, you know, they, they say things like basketball and Georgia. <laughs> it's cute. So. Have they, um Oh, what was I gonna say? Um
0: oh, have you started using English slang in your American normal voice? Yeah, is well I say
1: mum. I I've been saying Mom. mum a lot because they all call their moms mum. And so I say that quite a bit, which is and, interesting. and the bin. And the bin. Well, because they get confused. Honestly, this is a side note, but I have been incredibly frustrated, actually, with how many words are different. And, like, they know what I mean, but they also don't quite know what I mean. Like, they do and they don't. Like, bin, for me, it would be, like, we have a lot of plastic totes at school, and I call those a bin. And so I ask them to put their papers in the bin, and, like, they're like, wait, I'm not – (laughs) what? Right <laughs> I'm, not trying to her I'm her like voice. wait, no, I'm sorry, I didn't, you know. So that that actually's been quite frustrating. And then the other interesting one, which I mean, I don't know, well, you know because you're science, but um, so scientific notation in the UK or at least here at my school is called standard form. Mm-hmm. And then the normal number version is just like ordinary number form. But in the US standard form is normal number form and scientific notation is like the times ten to the whatever. Oh. So so they literally use the opposite word. Like standard form means scientific notation and in, in, in this. It's weird. So that part really confused me um yeah. a bit. And then there's like some symbols that like really freaked me out, like recurring decimals, like repeating decimals. They call them recurring decimals and they put a dot over the number instead of a line just like random things that I you know didn't even know to to know to know you know (laughs) yeah but it's okay the students are really nice and they just like are like oh miss no that's it's called this instead and I'm like oh okay sorry yeah and you're giving them a cultural
0: perspective because it's different here than it is there and you're learning as well that's true
1: right that's true so yeah that's been kind of interesting and fun there's some that I just keep messing up I can't think of them off the top of my head but there's some that I just can't get right and I keep saying the wrong thing which is so silly but no but it's hard because it's like some of them are so context specific
0: yeah that it's like you don't want to I try not to say things in in, like in the slang at all unless I'm like practicing with Luke I'm like wait is this how I say it like is this how you say taking a mickey and stuff and he's like no taking a mic yeah he's like no that's not and I'm like dang it (laughs) Uh we have this map in, in our place did you ever see it the map I got him of um Pompey and it's like no it's got like this artist went around to like all these streets and she wrote down like common phrases
1: oh that's cute and like
0: every street has like they're a dinlo and then like it's a bit skin I should send you a picture it's just got yes all of these please
1: play. that's it's so crazy. cute
0: yeah but um and I'm just like this is actually a word he's like yep I'm like what does this <laughs> mean and he's like I don't even know. It's probably a regional thing, too, because it's so it changes every like two miles, the accent, the slang.
1: Yeah, that is nuts how there's so many different. Yeah. So many different accents in such close proximity.
0: It's so cool, though.
1: It is so neat.
0: OK, so um, that was off very off track. Which is No, fun, that's OK. Back <laughs> to the three words to describe your experience of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, third, third word was growth.
1: Yeah. So I think through like it kind of goes along with like making mistakes but I think through like making all those mistakes and also just like everything that has to do with um you know starting at a new school and then on top of that moving to a new country I think I like I've grown so much in so many ways like I think back well you know so we just ended our first term and so a lot of people are asking me like oh how do you feel after finishing your first term or just like it's given me a chance to just pause and reflect on how everything you know has gone so far and I think back to when I first started, like my very first day, um, and like parts of like how naive I was. And then parts of like, like I had no idea how to do X, Y, and Z. And I already know how, like, it's already like a second nature to me now, how to do some things that were like feeling like so crazy at the beginning. Um, and so I think that's really cool. Like in such a short span of time, only like four months, like just to see how many things like, I didn't know how to do then that I know how to do now, you know, and that's kind of what I want, like, like my students to see too. like, you know, when we're learning something, it's like, even like in like four weeks, like, can they look back after four weeks and be like, Oh, I had no idea how to solve an equation with a negative number before. And now I do cool. You know, it's neat. Like, it's cool to it's like quick learning. And it's just fun to see like, progress. And so I think um, like that is super neat. Like I just feel like I've grown so much. I mean, so and so many other things too. I mean, like navigating like how to solve all my problems on my own here, you know, in a country where I have no one else, you know, like doing those types of things, like tra like traveling without a car, like learning how to navigate that, you know, like it is just yeah, a lot like it's just so many things. I mean, I just feel like, yeah, there's been so much growth that's happened in such a short period of time, which is so cool. Um, And that's, like, what's so cool about, I think, pushing yourself outside your comfort zone is you just, like, I mean, I think I talked about last time, like, how much I felt like I'd grown just in the process of getting
0: Mm -hmm. over here,
1: you know, and now that I've started my job and found a place to live and, like, settled into life here, it's, like, holy cow, like, there's no way that I'm the same person that I was when I got here. Um, And that's so neat. And that's so crazy to, like, think about. Okay, I have a question for you. because.
0: I think we talked about this in the first time the first episode part 1 um but have you found that uh once you're like in a place and you're settled like you're saying and you have your space, you have everything kind of sorted that basically you can't just move countries to run away from your problems.
1: No, you cannot.
0: Exactly. I try to explain <laughs> this to people but believe that <laughs> until you've actually experienced it
1: yeah you definitely cannot
0: you're just in a different time zone with less friendship support yeah
1: (laughs) exactly and it's all the same no yeah definitely um yeah definitely yeah have not run away from like any like like problems per se like they're all still there I mean I think we were talking before about how you know I was kind of restless um Mm -hmm. you know back in the states and that was kind of what led to me just deciding to to up and changed my life um and didn't expect it to change so much i mean currently stuck in the uk not able to come home for christmas in giant lockdown now because you know we just got <laughs> giant restrictions so definitely did not expect to to move here and then to be stuck over here that was definitely you know so anyway so it's pre- it's a bit severe but in general um yeah i was definitely feeling restless and wanted to change and wanted to like you know do something. Do something different. Yeah. Do something. Do something I've always wanted to do. Push myself, like get get a new challenge or you know, whatnot. Um, you know, meet new people and 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 whatever. So, but you know, you come over here and you still have the same thing. I mean, I'm still going to work and coming <laughs> home and doing work, right? Thankfully I'm still I have... a little restless? Um sword, that's a great question, actually. Um a, a bit. I think like I'm not done here yet like I've definitely not finished like I think there's there's more here for me still um I don't know if it's just because I really want to see what my school and what the country is like not in a global pandemic Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it could be just that um but also right like just keeping my eyes open for um kind of what opportunities are being kind of laid at my feet after choosing this big deal Mm -hmm. Um, and like knowing that there's still so much more that I can squeeze out of this, um, and just yeah, so so I guess sort of feeling a bit restless, but also like I guess I'm really distracted with all of these new things that still feel very new. Um, to like be like, okay, I'm done, next thing, you know, it yeah, (laughs) do you feel like
0: since you know how kind of like as you get older, um, like once you get into the routine of like nothing really new anymore time kind of speeds by do you feel like time has kind of slowed down a little bit for you
1: sure that ooh, that's so interesting yeah definitely I feel like it, well slow down is sped up no mostly slow yeah honestly it feels like a giant vacation still it does not feel like I'm I can't believe like I don't I'm like what no I don't like live here in the UK what are you talking about like it feels like a giant vacation no just kidding um yeah definitely I think you're right like I think when we get really comfortable right life, life just kinda like like just kind of like blends like every day just blends together and so yeah I think here it's like very much slowed down every day is like almost like ingrained in my brain because every day is new and every day is different which I think with teaching sometimes that's always the case just because with kids you never know what you're gonna get so I think oh, that I can be fun and can make life a little slow down a bit but yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, it definitely feels much slower. Like, I feel like I've done so many things in this, like, short little span of time, so. Yeah,
0: I just wasn't sure, because, like, I feel like some days, like, this whole past week before it break, it just, it was slower than molasses, and then, you know, but most other weeks, it's just, like, zoomed by.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And I know it's just because I'm in the routine of, it's all, it's all the same.
1: Right, so. could be just that.
0: Yeah, but I just didn't know if you were, uh. So you're still a little bit restless, but restless in a different way.
1: Yeah, kind of restless, like, in anticipation of of what is still to come here. Like, knowing that there's so much more that I haven't squeezed out, knowing that I'm kind of trapped in this pandemic and waiting for it to finish so I can actually see what life is like here, you know.
0: And you've got time.
1: I do, so.
0: You have a three-year visa, right? You've yeah, got time. exactly. Um. Okay, so... I have two more questions for you. Sure. And then I'll, I'll let you go because it's probably, it's what? It's 8.45. Yeah, no big deal. It's getting late. So, I okay, don't have question, work tomorrow. <laughs> question one. Well, second to, okay. Well, second to last question. Do you f- have any advice? I know we did advice in the first one. Mm-hmm. I want to do advice in this one again. Do you have any advice for, like, has your advice changed for anyone that's thinking about making the leap? Uh, now that you're kind of in it you know what I mean like you're in it you're you're doing it you're going to work every day you're making it work and like you've changed do you have yeah that's like hesitant about you know pushing themselves out like that kind of thing or, or no.
1: and just about anything like pushing yourself outside your comfort zone for just anything
0: anything or yeah. do the same thing you're doing it doesn't
1: matter just- sure um no great question I think yeah. So I think when we, when we first recorded, I hadn't started my job yet right now. It's just like, wow, like I'm in a new country. I'm doing it. Like, look at me. Like I'm so proud. And I think now that like I've hit the ground running and you know, I I've gotten through good and bad days, you know, with work, good and bad days with just living here and trying to figure out life here. Um, I think the, the, altered advice the advice is still to obviously go for it but also With a to remember that it's going to be t- it's going to be tough and I think I was just I think the first time we chatted I was like oh like you know it's it's great I mean it's oh it was so hard to get over here which I mean getting over here was a nightmare but um you know then I was like oh like end is in sight like I thought oh now it's going to be good from this point forward and then you know <laughs> You get in it and you're like, everything is still, I mean, like getting, adjusting to a new school, adjusting to a new country, adjusting to a new school system, like very, very tricky. And so I think remembering that you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone for a reason on purpose because it's not going to be easy. So remembering that you're doing it because it's not going to be easy, but it is going to help you grow. I think that is like my altered advice. Just like keeping in mind that, you know, it's going to be tough and there are going to be days that you're going to be mad and wish that you didn't do it, you know, but then remembering kind of what it's all for and like thinking, thinking into the future sort of of like, but look how far I've come and like Mm -hmm. look at how many things I'm learning and how I'm growing and, you know, how I'm changing and, and that's super neat. And so hold on to that when it's really (laughs) tricky (laughs) because it's going to be hard. Some days are going to be hard. So I think that would be my alternate advice.
0: Okay, and then we'll we'll touch on that question in part 3 as well. Sure. Okay, last question. You ready for it? Drum yeah. roll. <laughs> are you happy?
1: Ooh, that is a very good question. Because uh, I think part of are you happy? Yeah, part of me leaving was mm unhappy. I would say hmm yes. Mm, ooh. yeah you, you got me there because I think yes like and I but I think also I'm like very distracted so I think everything is kind of new and I'm still figuring out school and like I'm very busy every day and so it's not until like my half term break and then now this current Christmas holiday break that like everything slows down and then right like that's been on my mind like am I actually happy that I'm here I am I'm frustrated that it's under a global pandemic where i'm just kind of spending time in my house, you know, and not mm-hmm. able to to go anywhere. So it's not let's see. I'm unhappy that it's not what i thought it was going to be. Um and i think that's yet. just part of like yet, right, because of just kind of what the world is like right now. Um but i think meeting new people makes me really happy. Um and conquering things makes me really happy. And so I'm like in the process of doing those things. And I think that like makes it worth it. But I think that, and I, I think it's such and go. There are days when I am so happy and there are days when I'm not, um, I think. And so it's hard to put like a one thing on it. Like in this moment, am I happy? Well, no, because it's almost Christmas and I have to spend it here alone. <laughs> but, you know, if you ask me like, three weeks ago when like school was going great and you know my coworkers and I had a good laugh and came home and my roommates and I had a good laugh yeah of course you know I'm happy so yeah Hmm. that's probably not the answer that well I guess you weren't expecting anything but you had
0: to average out all the happiness and unhappiness you'd say like a solid it sounds like about I would say a a, I'm I'm trying to 60 40 no, I was saying like six and a half out of 10 only because of the pandemic situation.
1: Yes, I think if it yeah. wasn't the pandemic situation, then I think the the- Nine out of 10. Yes, the response would be nine out of 10. But I don't, but I think going back to what we talked about before, I, I don't think I can expect uprooting my life coming to this new place to solve my happy or unhappy problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think in summary, like I think, yeah, that's not the the root of it, and that's not going to change it. And so I think, you know, I'm I'm running after this something, this adventure thing that I'm looking for, or whatnot. Um, you know, this sense of you know excitement in my life and 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 running after adventure and going for it. Um, but you know, and I'm there, and I think that's made me more happy than maybe, um. I hypothetically was back in the States but I also don't think that yeah you can depend on just a new country or a new job or new friends to to fix you know fix happiness I think that's something that goes on inside of you and I think it's complex for everyone yeah you You gotta fix
0: yourself before you can
1: yeah yeah and I think it's naive to think that just like like changing everything is going to fix something I think that it's a lot of working on yourself and kind of what's on the inside and and listening to yourself I think so listening to what to what makes you happy and also like what you want and what you don't want and kind of running towards those things um mm-hmm. yeah so that was a really good question I think
0: that was a good one to end on yeah it got you got you thinking a little it bit did that did got get got me it.
1: thinking a little bit good work, Jamie.
0: <laughs> all right well thanks for joining me of course anytime and Courtney we will catch up with you in part three in uh when's your East, maybe easter term this might okay. be a four-parter we might do easter Ooh, term wow. and then end of the year
1: yeah tracking me through all the ups and downs <laughs> of <laughs> this first term teaching yeah. in a new country
0: yeah maybe we'll aim for spring break and then sure At some point, who knows? We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out.
1: Okay, (laughs)
0: all right. Well, take care. Thank you. You too.